Your Roots in Black Spirituality is a podcast series hosted by myself, Aziza Wonder, where I get to interview different Black queers of faith on their personal experiences of holding all the parts of their identity and what it looks like for them to learn to make more space for themselves in a world that tries to make them small. These conversations are honest, vulnerable, funny, and it is my hope that you would not only find yourself in them, but that you would be inspired. Enjoy. Hello, hello, everyone who is listening. Um, my name is Aziza Wonder, and this is Queer Roots Black Spirituality, um, the podcast that I get to host where I get to um, have really honest conversations um, with the, the Black queers in my community who I know and love, and um, just kind of ask them questions about about their journey and um for today we have which it's it's really funny actually because i this is my first um like involved introduction usually (laughs) (laughs) usually i like start off and i'm like hey everyone this is queer roots black spirituality introduce yourself (laughs) so it's really (laughs) i just had a moment just where i was like (laughs) D-Boy gets a D-Boy gets the whole thing. <laughs> Which um, he is who I have with me here, by the way. Is I'm sorry, are those your pronouns? Just go ahead and introduce uh, yourself and tell yeah. me everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh I I do go by uh he him. I've been going through a lot with like gender and not really wanting to conform to any type of gender, but or as of right now, I do identify with he him. And my name is uh Devoy. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, <I> cool. <laughs> no, you're good. I was just like, wow, so much chaotic energy for me right now. <laughs> 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 it's okay. It's, it's, you know, here we are. Um, I actually, Devoy, I feel like I get so much energy talking to you. I think I'm influenced by your energy right now. Really? Yeah. Uh-oh. I feel like you're just. I don't know. Something about you is just very, um, I think it's just like your authenticity. You just have such like genuine, just like a genuine presence that it feels safe. And wow, I think, thank you. Yeah. Which is funny too, because we only like, um, we've never even met in person, but it's like, it's just so cool. Cause like, I feel like, at least for me, the depth of our connection is like is pretty huge to me. Yeah, um, I agree. I really do um, enjoy your energy. It feels, it's like you said, very authentic. It just feels like very true to life. And you don't mm-hmm. get that very often with a lot of people. I might mm-hmm. realize that, which is another reason why I'm off Instagram because I just started realizing that a lot of people I was surrounding myself with weren't true to life like a lot of things was just kind of like a facet and not really honest and i just appreciate when i come into people that are very genuine with who they are mm-hmm. both ways instagram in person like just just everything's a full circle kind of thing if that makes any sense so yeah, I, I appreciate that yeah no i i also really value that yeah i appreciate you saying that i'm is that something do you feel like has always been a value for you like growing up to you can just like do you have memories of 
of your relationship to authenticity and like registering yeah. that in people? Yeah, I, I, I have. And I, that's crazy that you brought that up because I was recently thinking about that. I was like, um, thinking about a lot because during retrograde, I was thinking about a lot about my childhood roots, which is something in my, I did a tarot card reading and it talked about how I'll be thinking about my roots a lot uh, mm-hmm. coming up and like connecting to those and realizing what the trauma and everything came from. And I'm still yeah. figuring that out, but I'm going through that. And a lot of it came down to just dealing with um, the lack of authenticity. Uh, like oh my god i'm saying this word wrong fuck (laughs) 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 yeah (laughs) yeah like uh feeling like a lot of people in my life aren't being super authentic and i could feel it but i never would say anything Mm. um and i stood that today and uh i recently had a falling out with someone i thought was a friend um because Mm -hmm. i ignore that feeling again and that's what happens a lot of times like losing friends i i see it coming but i don't want to say anything because Obviously, I feel the like them not being super genuine, but I don't want to say anything because I don't want to lose a friend. Um, mm. And I've had that problem since I was a kid. Like I realized that, like I never like to say, "Oh my god, I know you're not being genuine with me." I can feel it. Like it doesn't feel. Yeah. There's a feeling when you know someone's being genuine, but you can feel it. Like it's just an immense feeling that goes through your entire body. You want to be around them, um, mm. and it just feels good. So, yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. With this podcast series, we are having conversations specifically about, like, um, it feels like a conversation about identity and then even further, like, with with spirituality and faith and, mm-hmm. um, and like, being queer, but also in the body of a Black person. And mm-hmm. so, especially, I'm, like, thinking about how you value authenticity, and I'm trying to, like, picture that in those spaces um what's that been like 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 trying to be honest and true to yourself within um your faith and within your your queer identity uh i feel like my when it comes to my queer identity i I feel like i have been like i feel like i'm constantly always in like this transitional phase where i'm like Mm -hmm. i don't really know what i identify as because i just I just don't know. Like, I, I, I really, like, I can't even, like, put a label on it because I I don't really have a gender preference, but I also don't really care to date anybody at the moment. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm not like, I feel like my, I feel like I'm just all over the place. I feel like I, that's a very honest statement. I mean, all of the places, if that was an identity to say, like, I, that would be exactly who I am. Like, very fluent, very, mm. I feel like that plays into that. Yeah. Um, I relate yeah. to that. Mm-hmm. I relate to that. Especially when you're not like, especially when you're having a, what it feels like you're having like a, some like a breakthrough right now. You're in the process of some kind of like breakdown, breakup mm-hmm. situation. And yeah, 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 um, yeah. Mm-hmm. when you're in that state of state of being, you, you just don't want anything. <laughs> yeah. right? and, that, and so it's, and it's hard to like, it's it's hard to want to um, kind of like understand yourself by because that's the thing. It's like it's so easy for us to um, try to make sense of ourselves by what is around us and by what mm-hmm. we are attracting and what we're attracted to. But if you're hiding away in you know your emotional <laughs> cave and nothing's around you and you don't want to get out, it's like well. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, um, um, uh, nothing, I guess. 
<laughs> right. It's like, um, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I, yeah, exactly. That's exactly, exactly the feeling. Like, I, I, I become so like isolated. I, I really don't even know how it even feels to date anybody. Like my last relationship was literally my last relationship, like relationship that I had, which was like, and I still live with them, which is a whole nother story, but Oh, um, been there, done yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a lot. Like I have so much love for this person, but this person has such a an effect on me, a negative effect on me because of things they've done. Um, mm-hmm. And living with them, this the situation is a whole. I I really feel like I've talked about this multiple times, and it's just I feel like it, every time I talk about it, it like really messes with me because it's like, oh my god, like I don't even know, like I can't. <laughs> Yeah, it's really kept me like questioning. I'm like, oh my god, who the who the hell is being genuine with me? Because I've told after someone, you you know, when you tell someone something so personal, uh, and you they, expect you them know, to act on that information to consider yeah, it, yeah, consider and acknowledge it, and it's like when it's disregarded, and then like it's a whole manipulation, like manipulating me like a game, and it's like I just can't handle it, and it's just like it really messes with me because I. I could have been out of the situation I am right now if the person that was more considerate and also just like was very was genuine at least with me about feelings and just emotions and just communicating with me because mm-hmm. yeah now I'm in a situation that I don't want to be in but it's okay it's part of life yeah <laughs> it was that just a like, detox yeah yeah for sure it is it is cool too though that like um those kinds of experiences, just like relationships with people do tell us so much about ourselves and about the things that matter to us. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel like that's helped? Um, do you feel like there have been specific relationships that have like helped supported you at, in your like self-discovery um, or like even maybe not even relationships that like you are actively in, but like, Maybe like, like seeing another person or, you know, I'm just trying to like imagine mm-hmm. like what are the ways that people have influenced your, your comfort with yourself? Uh, yeah, I, 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 I do think that um, everyone that's been in my life has played a part in my life, whether they're here or not. I think mm-hmm. that it was, um, I believe in divine like uh, energy. Like I feel like everyone plays a part in your journey, regardless if they know it or not. Like they, the person that did this, no, doesn't know or think they put a part of my story to make me a better right. person, but right. they, they did. And I do, I do take that as cohesive. Like, I feel like, uh, just seeing maybe like interacting with someone for a second, um, plays a part within my energy. Like I'm learning, Oh, like I get anxious when this is said, or this is like, you know, just analyzing myself, right, right. Which, can, which could also be super negative because it's like, you're constantly micro analyzing yourself. You're like, Oh my God. Like, I get, I'm so anxious right now. Like, why? It's like, most people, some people don't even do that. They're like, I can, I admire that in people, which makes me super sometimes insecure uh, because I'm like, oh my God, damn. Like, I really wish I didn't care as much. Like, I, I really wish I didn't care. Like, I, I love the idea of someone just like moving in their own space and not really giving a fuck, honestly, about what anybody else has to say or right. what. And I, I just haven't gotten to that uh, point with also with my intuitive actions. Like, I just really don't know where to begin with that. So I think mm-hmm. people that in my life are helping, people that don't even know they're helping me are helping me with that negative or yeah. positive. So Yeah. That makes sense. 
Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, can you tell me a little more about your your like religious background or faith background? Yeah, um, I grew up. Um, my family was a they claimed you know to be Christian. Um, I identified for a little bit with Christianity, but now I I don't really like to connect it to the Bible or anything like that. I just mm-hmm. I have a faith within a. Um, I do believe in a creator, but I don't want to call it God. I I, I usually refer to the creator, uh, someone that I believe is a creator as the universe, because I feel like mm-hmm. the Bible connects to so many. Uh, in my personal opinion, has a lot of negative roots because it's been so like um, misconstrued and all this other stuff. I don't read the Bible. I don't like really think that it's connected to anything with spirituality because I've seen like blank evidence that. Um, I really do believe like the universe is always communicating with us. Like the world around us is our, is our, this is our world. Like, honestly, we can control everything that we want. You know, our experiences here are based off mm-hmm. of how we react and react, uh, don't react. So I feel like that's my spirituality is, is based from the universe. And I would say if you put like a technical term on it, it's new age practice. I would say that that's mm-hmm. the closest to what my faith background is. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I feel like, did I, did I answer your question? No, you totally did. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you, your family has a background of, you would call Christianity. Like, yeah. and then you currently identify as um, being a spiritual person who believes in a creator, uh, but more as like outside of like, like religious space. Yeah. I, I would, yeah, I would yeah. say that's exactly yeah. yeah. And you would call it, New age, she said. Okay, cool, yeah, cool. Yeah, I, I, I think that- I'm curious though that. Yeah, I'm just curious about the um, uh, the transition, because those are two different, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty yeah. Two different spaces. Uh, I think I I didn't even start to make a transition to that. So I I feel like I moved out with my parents because I feel like even though I my parents and I don't have like the best relationship. Um, I feel like they definitely did affect my idea like about life and like the general idea of everything. So when I started, like graduated high school and I like kind of like had to move out, like I finally like found like, I'm like, this is what I identify the most. I feel like I was communicating a lot with the, the, the universe and not really knowing it until I started acknowledging it. And that's when mm-hmm. that transition started to really happen. I was like, okay, this is something I truly can see. I feel like evidence in, but I don't really know. Like, I don't even know, consider if it's like, I don't even know if it's like considered new age practice. I don't even know what, I, I can't even put like a name or a label on it because I feel like that's what people call it when it's like, you know, you like crystal healing and stuff like that. I feel like that's what people call new age practice. But I yeah. don't really know how to put a name to it because a lot of it comes with like a label and label comes with like, almost like laws and rules and I don't really mm-hmm. know what that is. So I think that transitions really started to happen when I moved, mm-hmm. like moved out because my parents had like a, like, I feel like an identity that like made me have a constant identity crisis and not really know how to decide what really made me happy and what I identified with. So moving away from that really helped out a lot. So that transition was, I would say smooth because I wasn't around my parents kind of judging me about what I was doing and how I was doing it, you know? yeah yeah that makes sense that yeah there's such a theme of like a fluidity just Mm -hmm. like 
in each part of your story that I'm hearing right now. Mm-hmm. What about, so what was your queer story like? Um, like as, in far as, uh, as, in as far as, as like, become, oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh, no, you're good. You're good. As far as just like, um, um, beginning to understand that about yourself and beginning to share that with other people. Um, I would say it's the idea came up. Like, I feel like the end of middle school, I was kind of like starting to feel kind of weird. I was like, I don't really understand exactly what I'm into because I'm like, I don't really, I don't really know. So that's, that's where I feel like middle school is when it started. The idea of like a, a queer identity came in and I didn't, I wasn't very knowledgeable on LG, like LGBT at all like uh, there wasn't much information going around you know because I'm I am 21 so when I was middle school that we weren't really talking about it like it was kind of like a joke um mm-hmm. to a lot of people so um I didn't really have a, a an outlet other than YouTube which is what I use and I use music as a way to like kind of like self have that self-discovery about um my queer identity and throughout yeah uh, going through high school I just started to like not really have the um, needs to come out, but kind of like my, I didn't even come up to my parents. I just kind of like, they just kind of found out and was really angry about it. Um, because yeah. I just like never really knew how to do it. And I guess the universe like, just helped me do it, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, like, it just make it happen. But um, that was, it was hard. Like, I feel like it was hard, but also easy. Cause I didn't really have to come out. I kind of just like let, if someone asks and they ask and I'll let them know, but most of the time people really didn't ask unless they're interested in like pursuing something or they're just interested in my identity. But I went to art school. So that became kind of almost the word, I guess the right word is normalized there because people didn't Mm -hmm. really care about sexuality much. So that made it easier to transition to just being myself and whatever identified with kind of was what it was. Yeah. Um, I'm curious that, like, has, has your, um, how does your, like, fluidity come in conflict with, with your world, you know, because it's like, we do live in a, in a connective world where we have to engage with people. And I find that, like, and I don't know if, if this is even an issue for you at all, but it just feels like the world is just very structured, right? And all of the, and mm-hmm. all the laws and all the and all the expectations and narratives that like we are consistently creating. So yeah. what does it, what does it like look like for, for your fluidity to not, to not match with what's around you specifically um, in, in terms of like your queer identity, which is fluid and your spirituality, which is also fluid. Yeah. Um, I feel like it clashes a lot because there mm-hmm. is the, there is the world that we see, which is the world that we're given, which is the structured world. And then there's also the world that is around us that we can control everything around us. I feel like um, that aspect is what I identify the most with, which is the, the aspect that most people don't identify with is because that's not the world they're seeing. Um, because I feel like there's different layers to the world. And I, I don't really identify with the structured element because a lot of the times, like even with music, um, I'm all over the place. Like, I don't really know what 
kind of sound I want to go for. Like sometimes I want to go for this and sometimes I want to go for this. And I feel like it, a lot of times it clashes because people look for structure and everything. So it's like um, when you lack that, I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of times you aren't, um, a, you're attracting, I feel like, well, let's say, I feel like a, a lot of times I'm a, 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 the, the people that I attract in my life um, are a pure indication of who I am as a person. And uh, sometimes that's not good, like <laughs> because um, I keep attracting um, certain types of people in my life, and I'm like, yeah. I do need to figure out how to stop attracting these people because they're hurting me, and I don't like it. Um, so, yeah. and I feel like you attract what you are giving out, and sometimes I attract very dysfunctional people, and um, mm. I, yeah, and I don't like that because I'm not. I don't think I'm. I feel like. Maybe I I feel like this is a self-identifying thing. I I think I am dysfunctional, but I I want to find structure in that would not without finding actual structure because I feel like the structure takes away from like I guess the joy of life in my opinion. Like I love like the mm. idea of constant change, even though change scares me, which is ironic. But it's like I I like the idea of constant change. Like even just changing my lock screen is like something I like to do just to keep like something fresh and new always going. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I think that plays a My fluidity is a, can play a negative part, but also it always has this very positive perks. Uh, I would say, um, I'm just like feeling like I'm just learning that just do whatever the fuck you want. That's kind of like what mindset I'm on. It's just like, you know, yeah. kind of live your, if you're not doing some like crazy messed up stuff, um, like, you know, live your life in, However, if you want to do this one day and not do it and you want to do this, like, I just, like, I'm learning that that's okay. Um, right, I just want to find right. structure, almost a quote-unquote structure in that. And that's what I feel like a lot of times that has been um, a problem with my life. And I feel like that's right now. That's why I'm not, I don't have as many friends because I have not been trying to make any friends. Um, mm-hmm. Because I feel like I don't want to... Um, I don't want any more. I can't have another friendship fall apart because of me questioning the the uh, genuine intent behind the friendship or whether it likes. And I feel like that also plays a part in the fluidity and because the dysfunction of my uh, headspace is right. what I'm attracting uh, in my life. And um, I yeah, I yeah. just appreciate you even just like even just showing up to this space with me and then showing up so like so present and so full um because i think that that is such uh such an important conversation the conversation of of authenticity and fluidity um mm-hmm. and honestly the fluidity i think just comes from like um cuz i i really resonate with your story and and i know that for me it's a lot of like um i i feel like I am made up of so many pieces of the world and I want to honor the diversity in my own body. And so what Mm -hmm. that looks like is that I am like fluctuating from, from space to space, from thing to thing, from feeling to feeling, because Mm -hmm. all of them, all of them, I call myself and, and that's how it feels inside of my body. But outside of my body, what it looks like is that I'm, is that I'm moving all the time. (laughs) <laughs> you know there's yeah. just so much movement um and then the honesty is important because it's like well this is honesty i'm i'm being honest to each 
to everything that lives within me because I'm giving it a space to come to, I'm giving it its time, its moment, right? To like come to the center of me and to like yeah. display on the world. I, I think that fluidity and honesty just go hand in hand. And, yeah. um, and it is difficult when people um, don't necessarily have the same understandings about themselves when when people like very strongly identify with um specific words that don't match up <laughs> with the yeah. words that we identify with um yeah and it can be hard and it can and it can create and it and if enough people feel that way it can create these like societal cultural rules and as like mm-hmm. black queer people <laughs> who are trying to also uphold uphold faith because i think for so long like queer people were not allowed in spaces mm-hmm. that it just it just gets really there's just it just feels like a lot of pushback um like being being a person uh who was black queer holding faith um out loud yeah true i feel like that a lot of times that uh it doesn't like coincide coincide because society tells us like it can't coincide yeah you know because um you know they're like oh well the bible or this and that like i feel like um that they tell us that we are of not abiding by this book but so we can't believe in it you know and that's what uh kind of like i don't know am i making any sense Mm -hmm. (laughs) that does make sense are you speaking specifically about um about just like spiritual books or uh i would say yeah because it's where like i guess like the structure of some fates come from is from a like a book so most of those most of those cases they uh there are some you know there are a lot of queer people that identify with those aspects of those books but are told that they aren't allowed especially like uh with um like black or POC uh, queer people, like they don't allow um, queer people to be a part of that because it's going against it. So I think that's also, I feel like that's also a reason why I didn't, I don't identify with that aspect as well. I don't know if I said mm-hmm. that um, because I just feel like a lot of rules come with, with yeah. uh, those types of uh, elements of faith. And I feel like I didn't feel like I fit into those structures like we're talking about, which all goes back to structures <laughs> yeah what are you okay so i'm hearing your conflict with like religion and religious uh-huh. space church space is just that the um is that they have these set of rules that that um that don't feel like inclusive right yeah and i'm curious because i um am aware of, of our almost this uprise happening right this like queer takeover with with church spaces i've been like seeing that like i know people personally who identify as queer and who mm-hmm. are like in seminary right to like yeah to, like and people who are like wanting to start um start churches like building churches right like that yeah and that's so and so it feels like um there's there's that like kind of like revolution happening right mm-hmm. um what about that you know like could you see yourself being in that kind of space too is it like 
if you felt it were more inclusive, you could like um, uh, you could join in on that? Or is it like, I don't want, I just don't want it? Oh, I feel like it's just like, I don't, it's not like I don't really, um, yeah, I feel like in my headspace, I don't really want it. I feel like there's, I feel like the world that we have now, like I, mm-hmm. I, a lot of the times that we are, we're finding those structures and finding those comforts in those things like, you know, Christianity or let's say Hinduism or like something like, you know, a religion that has a book with it that has like a set of rules. And, you know, even though there's a queer, you know, we uh, as queer people are taking new elements to religion and finding spaces that are more inclusive, it feels, it still feels almost like this book doesn't, I don't identify with the book or with the, these books. I more feel like the world, like the universe gives us all these things, uh, tell us exactly what we need do mm-hmm. intuitive actions and i don't think that a book really gives any it just makes everything more convoluted and uh it's like it's almost like people are constantly having existential crisis because they don't really know exactly where they fit in with this book and and when they do find it it's like they cling to it without mm-hmm. it's unhealthy clinging and mm-hmm. i i don't want to get to that point because i think i did really get to that point that point where I'm like, oh my God, I, I, I need, you know, God is going to be here for me. But I like, I, if I took, once I took away the name God and just disconnected from the book and just kind of like allow the, the, the world, the universe, the person I call and the thing that I call not person, but the thing I call creator to just connect with me on a personal level. Yeah. I mean, just going to a church and reading a book and trying to force myself to understand what this book even means. Like, um, I think, all those those questions I have, I can answer within myself because I'm everyone's a piece. I feel like a, a piece of this creator or this, you know, this universe that we live in, um, yeah. which this is getting very convoluted. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I no. <laughs> no it's funny because like I but I know the language that you're using um, and it makes. Yes. It makes sense. Everything is making sense. Um, and, it, and it is funny, too, because, yeah, when you, once you start talking about there is a certain um, erythral nature to to faith conversations and because it is it is so, so much of it is just unseen that it's yeah. like once you start talking about it, you're just like kind of like trying to make sense of like of like the air, you know? And, yeah. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I, yeah, it's, it can be hard having these conversations, but I think that the language you're using, um, is it's resonating. It's resonating Mm -hmm. for sure. I, um, also want to ask you like what, cause, okay, this is going to be my wrap up question. I'm going (laughs) to ask you, um, what from, from, your history to your current, the the scope of your whole journey right now. If you could, if you could um, take all that and make and make some piece of advice to give to uh, a baby queer who is um, at the beginning of their journey of just like trying to to hold all the all the elements of themselves and to honor all of those all of those elements. Uh, what advice would you give? to that person um 
I would say a short answer is to breathe. Um, mm. I feel like breath is so important. Um, just mm-hmm. remembering that even in the toughest times, just taking a deep breath can alleviate some of that pressure. Um, mm-hmm. And when you get to dark spaces, don't be afraid to talk to anybody uh, because there are going to be some super dark times. Uh, uh, and that's going to be okay. And that's okay. That's always going to be okay. Uh, your ups and downs are a part of your journey. Um, and having those those elements make you who you are. Um, and don't let, and also don't think that your queer identity, identity defines who you are as a person. Don't ever let anyone tell you that just because you're queer, you have to fit into this you know, element, break the chain, break those elements and, and that it just be who you identify the most with that makes you the happiest because at the end of the day, it all leads, like this is very morbid, but it all leads to one place and we all end up dying one day and you don't yeah. want your last, you don't want your thoughts to be in such a, a space where you just didn't do anything for your happiness. Uh, mm. So do everything for your happiness and just breathe. Um, those mm. are going to I feel like I'm learning life. That makes life uh, bearable and also, you know, makes uh, the transitions between uh, the chapters of your life because I do believe there's like chapters and periods of life where your story is evoluting and changing depending on what actions you take and uh, how you go about it. So just, you know, just breathe and enjoy the journey of life and the people that you are surrounding yourself with that care about you. Let them know that you care about them as well. Um, because that's yeah. so beautiful. Yeah. 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 Uh, that, you know, I needed to hear that today too. So <laughs> I, uh, oh. thank you so much, Devoy. That was like, it was, it's, thank you so much for speaking. And I, yes, I'm honored to yeah. have like heard this and to have shared this space with you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for, allowing me and um your space and just having a conversation it's always just nice to have like this feels almost like just a a simple just genuine conversation it's nice um and i appreciate that and i appreciate yeah yeah this is a really Uh, cool space you're making for queer um you know black queer people and uh, i i really appreciate it yeah ah thank you oh that's so so sweet um (laughs) Uh, well, to anyone listening, thank you for listening. <laughs> I hope that um, I, I hope that you were able to enjoy the voice as much as I have. Um, just uh, only, only ever, just wonderful, wonderful, positive things to say about you, um, in the way that you, in the way that you show up. Um, good luck with 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 your with your questions <laughs> and, and that everything that you're working through right now. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um, and to everyone else, thank you. Uh, thank you so much for joining. Uh, yeah, have a good one. Do you have any? Do you have any goodbyes you want to say? Um, goodbye. Remember to breathe. <laughs> goodbye. Remember to breathe. <laughs> <laughs>Thank you for listening to an episode of Queer Roots and Black Spirituality. It has been a pleasure to have you here listening in, sharing in this space with us. Be gay, be well, until next time.
This podcast was made possible in part by a grant from the Southern Equality Fund. Special thanks to all of those who shared their stories with us and the team who made this podcast possible, including Aziza Wonder, Troy Aragon Buchanan, Allison Coring, Michael Yerrick, Ty Sullivan, Sarah Taylor, and Derek Scott III.